The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. Sorry, but on our last show, this is show number 35 for the year. Now they throw the disclaimer out? Right. So after 17 years. This is not the Now on our podcast, nobody will hear this, right? Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., by the way, with you here at Foundry Distilling Company in West Des Moines. Uh, our last show of the 20, uh, 2020-2021 year. Uh, we're here at Foundry Distilling Company. You can come on down and join us here for the next hour. If you'd like, the Alchemy Lounge is open. We'll probably be here for a little while afterwards as well. Of course, they're open all weekend uh, if you want to come down and enjoy the great spirits here. But, yeah, they threw a little disclaimer in there that the, our opinions are not those of. Uh, that's, 1,700 hey, Cumulus Media. I feel, like, I feel like we've made it. It took us 17 years to yeah, get to the point where somebody said, you know what, we should probably say that those guys don't know what don't, don't they're, they're not employees of ours. <laughs> That's do awesome. Do not yell at us for anything that they may say or do. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, you know what? Jeremy's on the other end of the line. He, he, I'm sure he's laughing right now. So happy he's not uh, dead because we were worried about him last week. A little fever and all that, you know. It, we're down in Cancun. I'm glad that there. we're not dead. I am too. We, hey, we made it back. Right, we did. Uh, not that we didn't try. No, to you poison tried. ourselves over time, <laughs> but, but we tried. Uh, but we're back. We're back, and here we are. And uh, the probably the most lucid I was last week was between six and seven on Tuesday. We did a decent show. We had a better. We had well, a better view. That might be subject Kong. to our uh, uh, podcast right. and and uh, radio listeners. So feel free to call us at one eight hundred. We don't care. <laughs> Since we've never taken a call, well, not true. no, no. Remember, we took calls for a while, we and that did didn't have, work. That we, didn't work out. We had Tommy call, so more of us, less of you, was a better idea. As Jim Rome, right? Well, no. I mean, if we did this show every day, sure, right? Oh. But we got forty minutes to to shoot the whatever about the Hawks, right? See how I did that? I avoided it this time. That's pretty good. And um, no and this is our last show of the year, and and so let, let's and, I, I, and, I, and Lord willing, not the last show ever, but you never know. Well, there's been I, years have, during the Licklider era where I was, we ready, thought, well, I was ready to hang it up. What are we going to talk about this week, right? So let's go positive first. Hawkeye Wrestling National, National Champions. Champions. Right? Let's do, let's do this, right? National Champions, first time since 2010. 24th National Championship for the, for the wrestling team. I did not realize it. But, but the first time in uh, 11 years that they've gotten to that level. Um, and, and so anybody that wants to go back and say, okay, well, Spencer Lee is the only national champion they had, which, by the way, three times now. We'll see if he gets to four, maybe five, because he can go, right? But uh, aside from that, all 10 qualifiers, all 10 kids that qualified and wrestled for Iowa scored points, right? So Iowa wins this meet. Uh, they, they win the national championship. They score, what, 129 points. 15, uh, they're 15 and a half ahead of Penn State. So everybody mattered, right? You, you think about it and you go, okay, well, you only get one champion out of this. and you gonna, Hey, listen, all of them, this is who, why you win a national champion. Who thinks that? I, what, I read, you read so many message boards where people are so stupid. And okay, you go, well, listen, listen, they all mattered, right? The Brett, wrestlebacks mattered. The Brett, pigtails l- mattered. Allow me yes. to explain this to you. Yes. I don't read message boards anymore. Well, I have to because I prepare for this show in a different way than you. Well, there's no question about that. I only drink beer and you drink other things. At any rate. There's whiskey in this. 
At any rate, there's real stuff. I'm going to go ahead and say this: is that it was if if I'm not if I'm not wrong, I may be wrong, but I think it was the largest margin of victory, like in the last seven or seven years or something like this. So I talked to my wrestling expert today, who I used to see every day at my office, <laughs> yes. and I asked him what he thought, and he goes, "Um, it was it was great." And, and so we started kind of going through the weights. And and he goes, obviously, Spencer Lee, he made a great point. Spencer Lee is hosed on the Olympics. He has two torn ACLs. That's six to eight months of rehab. And if he's going to try and make it at that weight, whatever kilograms that is for 125. You don't think he can win with I mean, if he's winning. Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, here's reasons I mean, why. So you those... got Thomas Gilman sitting there. R- yeah, I forgot about him, right? R- RBY, Former Hawk, right? R- RBY, who won at 131 or 133 or whatever yeah. it is, is going to go down and try and qualify the, for the yeah. Olympics. Yeah. And there's like six, the guy who finished second, and there's six or seven guys from the college that are a weight up who are going to try like crazy to come down, make weight, apparently in the Olympics. In freestyle, you weigh in the night before, and then you wrestle, and you may put ten pounds back on because you're eating and you're hydrating, and you're doing all of those things. It's like when we used to have the kids weigh in for football, who could qualify to carry the football on this day? Well, right? except for they were twelve, and we weren't actually trying to so, do anything. Well, that's but, a great point. But, you're but right. All it's I'm saying, all, that's, I, all that's I'm terrible. saying, that's is, awful. That, yeah. is that Spencer Lee, who had a tremendous year is wrestling on no knees. It's going to have a very difficult time to make the Olympic squad based on those injuries. So you and I are watching this together, right? So right. we watched the basketball game the other day, and we're watching the wrestling championships, and he goes on afterwards. He wins 7 to nothing over the kid from Arizona State, right? And he and basically just out-wrestled. Literally, out, that kid actually wrestled a good a good match, right? Ran away from him a little bit, but, but Spencer out-wrestled him. Takes him seven nothing. Comes on. He says, "By the way, just so I so you know, I'm wrestling on. Uh, I, I, no I tore I tore my ACL two weeks ago, three eight, weeks ago, eight days, right? Eight days ago. And so this is my second torn one. I have no ACLs, uh, which works for a dog, as I as I understand, because literally my dog to, tore both of them, and they're like, oh, it'd be fine, right? But for you to wrestle, you can't do that, right? So, um, but he did it, and it was an amazing thing to, to think about what a warrior he is, but it's too bad that that might end up happening. He'll still stick with the Iowa Hawkeyes. He'll still probably win a national championship next year, that, but, but actually, the Olympics may be out. The, the knee injury may benefit the Hawks in that regard. Yeah. Um, now, meaning meaning he, might, he, may, he may get surgery and just say, you know what, I can't do this. Yeah. He's going to go to the trials, I think, and he's going to try, and... My inkling is, is he's not going to fare very well in spite of how great he is, in spite of that. I just, I, but who knows? You never know. I'll I tell would, you what, the kid's attitude I would, I is. Would, I wouldn't put anything past him. Nope. And, um, and when you mentioned Thomas Gilman, remember how good he was. Right. right? So you, we're not, Iowa always has this 125 guy who has the mentality of destroying the other guys, right? Well, and, I and mean, that goes back a long, I know long it. I know it is. It's almost all, it's just always just this weird thing where you're like, well, I got to catch the, the meat because I want to watch the 125, right? Because Iowa always has this guy who's just psycho 
uh, in terms of just he's just nails, right? And 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 both these guys. The other thing my wrestling expert said is he goes Gable Stevenson's going to win the Olympic gold. He's already beat everyone. Well, let's 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 face it. That kid goes out and does his round off flip flop after winning the national championship in in heavyweight. Cassiope, by the way, ended up third, of course. Oh, right, right? because the, two, the only two guys he can't, he can't beat him are, and the dude from Michigan, and right. the dude from Michigan has no has no way to beat he, Stevenson. Right? And he won the national junior worlds when he was a junior. Right. So um, let let's get through this. Make sure everybody understands. So Jay Nyerman lost. Yeah, in in o to overtime, and I th- and so did Michael Kemmerer, both to Penn State guys. And I felt, and I, I think we we said it after the first one. It's like almost like the Penn State guy was like wrestling for overtime. In the second one with Kemmerer, I thought b- both guys that were wrestling them were wrestling for overtime, so they could get one take down and win, and it, they did. Es- essentially, they were uh, non aggressive, passive, just just active enough. Uh, in order to avoid stall calls and those sorts of things, and then come over time, then they then they went balls out, and uh, it happened. So, you know, it's it's really too bad. I feel bad for Ironman. Obviously, his final year, he transferred from Missouri and, and Kemmerer as well. And it's just you, you kind of and you. <laughs> I hate to I hate to diss on Kale Sanderson. But that's what he was doing, right? He coaches them in this regard. They both mm-hmm. lose in the Big Tens yep. in the it against they the same both, against, right, same, against guy, right. same guys, and they change their strategy to quit trying to be aggressive, just fend them off, make him expel energy, and, get and to, see what happens. Get to overtime, and then we'll roll the dice. It worked. Um, yep, Penn, he's a good coach. Penn right? State next yep. year with a certain transfer that I heard of today, may end up having five returning national champions. The guy from Stanford who's losing their wrestling program, who won the national t- title, allegedly is going to Penn State. They may have five returning national champions. The Hawks champs. can get a bunch of guys back. And by the way, Caleb Young, who could retire, is not. He's going to come back and wrestle well, again. Well, it's so, not. I mean, outside, so outside going to the WWE, I don't know what you're going to do what, in the wrestling What are world. you going to do? So, Iowa with seven All-Americans is this thing. The one thing that kind of hurt a little, I mean, uh, Marinelli getting beat early like he did, he didn't end up as an All-American. Oh, is that right? So, Lee, DeSantos, of course, Ironman, Young, Kemmerer, and uh, Warner, and Cassiope, all All-Americans. But uh, Marinelli, not uh, the Bolton. Uh, and not, Nelson not, Brands. N- Nelson Brands. And so we'll see. There might be some uh, Kennedy maybe moving around, around in weight next year that may knock Brands out a little bit. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a really good wrestling team again next year. Uh, Penn State, it may be more fun to watch the competition next year, particularly if they get to wrestle a whole season. Right. Right. The, the, it was limited this year. But they're still national champions. And at, at the end of the day, um, if you didn't experience that the other night, I, I as an Iowa fan, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't catch it on ESPN because it was really fun to see them stand up there, to hear the Iowa fight song being played. It's kind of an Olympics-type moment, right? Uh, they're, they're, they're there together as a team. And when you, it comes back to it, uh, you know, they do come down to the fact that all 10 of them contributed in points in some way. Yeah, no question. And it, and it's 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 a team championship. It really, really is. And so that's really, really cool. So it, it, a lot of fun. Good for them. And uh, that's where Tom Rands expects them to be. And I'm certain that because this would have been two in a row. 
Uh, and, yep. And, yep. and certainly yep. he expects yep. them to be back there next year. Moving on to other positive news, the women in the Sweet 16. So did you watch it? So did you no, watch it? No, I didn't know they were playing the afternoon. Yeah. Um, dialed it up. So Iowa gets off. So Iowa went. Uh, by the way, the Hawkeye women, they beat Central Michigan on Sunday. Which I watched. 87-72. They go out. And it beat, wasn't that close. And, and it wasn't that close. And they beat Kentucky, uh, the fourth seed, as the Hawks is the five seed. 86-72, <clears throat> pretty much the same score, and it wasn't that close either. It wasn't either. that close. They were no. hit by 30 at one point. Well, they were up 25 at halftime, right? Kate, Caitlin Clark at halftime had 24 points. Kentucky had 22, right? Um, they will play now, number one, UConn, unfortunately. Kate, Caitlin Clark, Clark is getting so much love on the well, Dan Patrick did you show. Watch it? Did you watch that? Yes. So I was going to mention that. So, so much love so on the Dan DP Patrick show. watched No, no. Polly Pabst, daughter watched the Central Michigan game and goes, I have a new favorite basketball player, Caitlin Clark, and says, I want to go to the next game. Well, DP doesn't let him go. It's in the middle of the week. We can't go. It's right. weekday. Right. He goes, maybe if they win the next game. So I tweeted at him. I said, dude, if they win, beat Kentucky, they got UConn. Hey, what are you going to do with that, right? Well, right, right. watch. I mean, right. might as well, well go. He, he, there was a three-and-a-half-minute segment. I watched it this morning uh, the, um, the, on the Dan Patrick show yesterday on ESPN. All no, it's was not to, on ESPN. Well, oh, it's, it's on, not. It's on sorry. YouTube. Sorry. He, but he talked about he watched Caitlin Clark. Yeah, and yeah. all he did was talk about how she, where she, and she had thirty five against Kentucky, right? She had twenty four at halftime, and yes, she's hitting off balance shots from between the logo, and you know she's she's at Steph Curry range, which is what he was saying, right? But and he also said he she had ten dimes or whatever it was yeah. in five and a half or seven rebounds or whatever. That well, was. and she had a behind the back pass that was in the Central Michigan in the Central game. Michigan that's game. That's the that one was that caught unreal. That's the one right? that got caught Polly Pap's eye. It's like, watch, check this out, Dan. Have you seen this? Right. She goes to her right from it, the top of the key and feeds it to Monica Sinano, who had a great couple of, of games as well. She feeds it down low behind the back and sends it from through three guys, three gals, <laughs> and yes. to, to somebody for to Sinano for a layup. Monica Sinano, by the way, um, uh, with a, a good couple of games, 23 and 14, and they had others contribute, right? Warnock, who, by the way, was a big recruit a couple of years ago, 13 and 12. Kate Martin had 13 and 12. Listen, here's the fun part about this, right? Here's the fun part about this. Ain't nobody graduating. Alexis Civilian, who played a bunch the last couple of years, she's getting like four or five minutes a game, right? She's, she's, she's done. And, uh, and uh, Zion, Zion Williamson or whatever, she's done, right? But the people who are all the kids that are playing right now, they're all back, right? They're in, and they're in this week 16. They were 10 and 6. They were 10 and 6. Getting no votes in the AP, whatever, 25, right? They were 10 and 6. They were on the bubble. Your bubble. Well, they were on the bubble. They're 20, they're 20 and 9 now, right? Lisa, um, Lisa Bluter. No kidding. It's Lisa Bluter, right? Let's, and granted, I will tell you this. The, uh, they're the number two scoring offense in the country, and they're the last defensive team in the country. Boy, the similarities between the off between the, the, men, boy, and the, the men and the women, but they are they are three hundred and fifteenth in defense, right? They but they played pretty good defense in the tournament so far. I I don't think they've got a shot at UConn. UConn sure they do. Just on, but they have a puncher's chance. They have a puncher's chance, right? 
If they don't get the officiating that Iowa State got last night. Oh, my gosh. A, what a hose job. Iowa State. And listen, as as Hawkeye fans, we can all agree. And and as people who think that, uh, I don't want to talk about that it, was the Jones just guy. That was a complete and utter it was, hose job. It was awful. And Ashley Jones is in Ames because of her dad. Well, sure. You ever had his tenderloins? They're fabulous. But he right, he got thrown out of the Iowa Iowa State game this year before the game started for yelling at the Iowa bench. He's still mad that Lisa Bluter didn't recruit her, right? Oh no, he got thrown out. They were in well, Carver. I knew that he was yelling at the bench before the game. They threw I, him out of the game. I right? knew he got thrown and out. And of course, Carver. he's on ESPN all last night, and they finally found stuff. But she's a fabulous player, and they got hosed. They did. We'll give you Cyclone fans. They got you, hosed. Cyclone you. fans of the Hawkeye Huddle. That was your moment. But let me tell you this. Iowa in the Sweet 16 this weekend. Watch it on ABC. National Television. 11 o'clock Saturday. Watch it. Why not? Caitlin Clark has made a name. She is, she's, by the way, she's an All-American now. Forget about the Wooden Award. She's an All-American this week. By the way. We'll be back. back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. And we're back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. Here at the Alchemy and, and, and Tom Kicker coming up here in a minute. We're here at the Alchemy Lounge, Foundry Distilling Company in West Des Moines. Last time for the 2020 season, 2020-2021 season, we will, <clears throat> Lord, God, willing. Lord willing, be back uh, in the fall again. Anybody wants us to do this, we 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 just need people to help us put us on the air. That's all there is to it. We got sponsors, and we'll talk to, about them in a little bit, but. Uh, uh, one of the guys who's been with us for the last 17 years who I think would would agree we still deserve to be on the air from time to time, regardless of whether or not he agrees with us, is Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. Good afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon. Glad you Tom, guys I, are on the air for another yeah, year. And I'm, was, sorry, uh, I'm sorry I didn't warn, I didn't warn you about today, but I appreciate you jumping on. No, it's no worries. No worries. It's a, you know, I'm... Uh, No, do we lose him? No, he's just moving around in his house. Okay. <laughs> Tom can hear me. Oh, maybe we did I, lose him. Oh, oh there, there you are. There you are. You are. No, well, Tom, I can hear you guys. Yeah. Okay. So here's the funny thing. So we, we I know you're going to find this shocking, but I directed us, and David was in agreement. We were all positive in the first uh, segment of this show, so all we talked was women's basketball and wrestling. No men's basketball. Unfortunately for you, we get to talk a little men's basketball now after the loss to Oregon in the Sweet 16. And I, I, I don't think it's really too unfortunate because, look, this team goes. This team won, what, 22 games? Right? This was a fun year, right? It's a, it's great a little, year. It's a little disappointing, but it, it, but it was a fun year. I, I, I think, uh, Tom, I think that the, the thing that people suddenly, it's amazing how quickly Hawkeye fans, number one, they want to get upset. But number two, they want to turn the page to next year. And here we are already starting to talk about Hawkeye basketball for next year. And and there's some questions, right? And I, I guess from a, from a perspective of you and your position in your website, uh, I guess we're digging into what you know. So uh, obviously, uh, Joe Wieskamp um, possibly headed to the NBA. Or I think you think he's 80, 90 percent out the door. Yeah, I would say um, he's probably out the door. Um, that's my guess. That's, um, and I'll say that's kind of informed speculation is what I'll say. Fair enough. It, 
He's cer- he's certainly going to explore his, his possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he's going to stay in. That's just I, I think he believes he's going to, um, you know, I, I just talking to people I think who I respect who who are involved with professional basketball. They believe that there's a good chance he's going to get drafted in. Um, you know, not the first round, but the second round, right? Um, at some point, um, he could clearly and have that's a Kyle Corver career. Yeah, he could have. You know, Kyle Corver, Duncan Robinson, there you um, go. Joe Harris. Um, I got a list. You know, there's guys like him. You know, and he's honestly he's a better rebounder than all those guys, and probably a better defender than all those guys. So, um, yeah. So I think there's a place in, for a guy that, you know, this year, what did he shoot? 46% from three. So and What did um, he shoot his last 10 games? 60? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, you know, over 50%. So, um, yeah, he's, he, um, you know, he's got that skill set that, that uh, the NBA is looking for. They're looking for guys with a little bit of size and Joe's 6'6". Six, six, and, um uh, you know, that can be like the three and D guy. You know, th- shoot threes, play defense, rebound. That's that's what they're looking for. Guys like that. Guys like Joe Wieskamp. So the only the hope you have. <clears throat> so by the way, I got it wrong last week. He's not engaged to Kathleen Doyle. It's Mackenzie Meyer. Oh, right. I'm sure yeah. Kathleen Doyle's upset about that. I know. That. <laughs> I know. Um, so uh, got that wrong. Was corrected by one of our faithful listeners. Appreciate that. But I, I'll get it right this week. Only hope he has. He stays in Iowa City because he wants to be with his fiance. I think she was going to dental school, but she might be done now. So that, who knows, right? But uh, but other than that, I will say this: two weeks ago, Tom, we weren't sure he was going to play in the Big Ten tournament. In fact, I think you bet on, against him playing, and he did, and he played pretty well. He played. I thought he played well this weekend. You know, in spots certainly after hurting himself on Monday, he came back and played again. Um, so you know, you can't blame the kid if he goes. And and you, you just can't blame the kid. Now you look at what's left. Uh, there's some rumors here and there about C.J. Frederick. You've thrown a little cold water on that. Him wanting to transfer a little bit. Um, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I. Everything I've heard, you know, basically kind of secondhand. What he's told his teammates is that he'll be back next year. So whatever this rumor is that the folks down in Kentucky are starting, he has kind of uh, um, shot it down. Um, says it's not true. So, um, you know, could he could he leave? Sure. I mean, that, yeah. you know, would be the first kid to... Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, who? I, 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 you know, every day there's somebody that I see going in the, the transfer portal that I go, wow, I didn't think he'd be leaving. You know, like uh, tonight, uh, Rutgers Center, Miles Johnson. Puts his really? name into the portal. Really? You know? Yeah. yeah. Who would have thought that Miles Johnson was leaving leaving Rutgers? Where's he going? The Brooklyn you know? Nets? All right. right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at some point. Well, I don't so know. Is... It's just, uh, it, you know, but that's an interesting, you know, Fran's been pretty effusive in his praise of Miles Johnson. So, you know, just, you know, maybe that's a guy that Iowa gets interested in. I, I don't know. Iowa's going to have, you know, potentially two. Openings, but I think they're not. I think I don't think Fran's going to want to tie him up for 
multiple years because I think he wants to use them for the 2022 class. So, um, you know, big man might be on the on the horizon. We'll see. Well, with somebody. Not, I'm not saying Miles Johnson, but just you know, I think in general, if Fran's looking to enhance his roster, it's probably a big, and he'd probably look for a wing um, to that can score and shoot like Joe Camp. How about the kid from Minnesota? Well, Marcus Carr. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's another interesting name, uh, but, you know, I'm guessing that, um, you know, Coach Johnson, the new head coach up there, is probably going to try and keep Marcus there, and um, we'll see if he, he's able to do that. It sounds like um, like uh, the new coach is going to retain Ed Conroy as one of the assistants, which would mean that Liam Robbins is going to stay yeah. put. Right. So, um, you know, we'll see. So we'll see. not not this real cool. I'm just saying that we have a source who might be connected to this location, who right just... heard differently on CJ, right? So there's there's the rumors out there are not just from him, right? So, but Tom's heard it from him, so that's good. That's right? better. That's a good thing. But I think well, that's uh, what you know, he's Tom, telling. You. I'm just saying that's what he's told his teammates. Right, right. So which is, and... right, and he's the kid. He's the guy that gets to decide, right? And, and, and let's and, let, and let's also also point this out. C.J. Frederick came to Iowa, and he was going to be willing to walk on his first year at Iowa to play for Fran McCaffrey. Yeah. So, so I, let's I, just yeah. yeah. And yeah. and they've got yeah, a yeah. deep. Yeah. They got a pretty deep relationship with Fran, uh, with you know his uncle Joe playing for um, for uh, uh, for Fran at Notre yeah, Dame. Well, you know that. Tom, I don't know if you noticed the other day, but David and I are sitting there watching the game, and I'm like, look at CJ trying to run up the court, right? He was fine running, you know, kind of half speed as he's as he's trying to cut around the on the offensive end. But when he was sprinting back on D, you could see him limping. I mean, he was in pain for the last six weeks. He was there, never himself. Uh, there, I'll, I'll, I'll let you pain. add to that. I'll, I'll add to this. I, from what um, from what I understand. Um, he may have been playing the last two games with, you know, kind of, he may have had a stress fracture in there. Yeah. Um, but he didn't want to tell Fran or the trainer or anybody at the time because he wanted, he wanted to play. keep playing. Yeah. You could, so, you could see it. It was, it was the, same the with Grand Connor, Canyon Same game. with Connor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same with Connor. Connor couldn't, um, couldn't move. <laughs> he couldn't move. Right. But those that, guys. And I, I admire him. It's the same like with Spencer Lee out right. there. You know, should he have been wrestling? Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not going to make that call for Spencer. But, um, you know, wrestling is an individual sport, too. So it's just you're just out there by yourself. Uh, so it's a little different. You know, it's a team sport. It kind of makes it, you know, you wonder. But whatever. So, Tom, uh, so Tom why did Jordan not play in the second half much? Um, I I think it was defensive related that that's when Fran uh, after that first before first. they even got to the first break he had you know they just weren't guarding yet and um, you know it was CJ it was Connor and it was Jordan and um, he um, he took them out and uh, two of them didn't get back in he just shut those guys down and um, that was that. Well, so it's too bad. It was too bad that Jordan didn't didn't get a chance to go back it was in. A, it was unfortunate. You know, I, he, didn't he did. Score. He did go back in. He did go back in, but he just didn't play much. And um, 
Yeah. What so it is. From what from what you know about Ulysses Perkins, uh, Chris Murray, uh, guys sure. that are going to get a lot of playing time next year, right? Joe. Josh. Josh. Agundale. Josh. Yeah, well, Josh I mean, this is going to be a this is going to be a different looking team, right? I mean, clearly the outside shooting is not going to be as good, but we haven't seen. We saw Perkins rattle in a three pointer, I think, against Grand Canyon. I think he said a few. Can these guys shoot from the outside at all? I mean, I, this is a dumb question, but I really have. I mean, I really don't know because well, what Nun- I see Nun- is they're Nun- playing. De- they play defense. Can you they can, can pass? Nunji can. Keegan kind of can. Keegan can. I say can you? Can God. You, right, but. But I, I, I'm looking at this team next year, and I'm like, okay, I see scoring coming from Keegan. I see Nunji figuring out how to score some. Assuming he's able to come right? back. Right, and as, if CJ can come back. But these other guys, I kind of they, their role this year has not been when they came in to score, right? So what are we looking at with some of these guys? Yeah, um, it's going to be a different team. Um, kind of a changing of the guard, kind of a – I don't know, a new era of Iowa basketball, I think is what you would almost call it, because, you know, you're you're losing your all-time leading scorer. You're losing your all-time three-point shooter and assist yes, guy. Yes. You're losing a second-team, probably losing a second-team All-Big Ten guy all at once. So it's going to be a reset. It's going to be um, – but it's not covered empty. I mean, I think there's plenty of promise. You've got – but you got a couple of guys that have – had health issues, had struggled to stay healthy. You know, when, when you talk about C.J. Frederick, when you talk about uh, Jack Nungy, they've they've battled injuries. And um, But if you could, you know, yeah, next year if you roll out a starting lineup of Nungy, Patrick McCaffrey, Keegan Murray, uh, C.J. Frederick, and Joe Toussaint, I mean, that's that's okay. I think that's no okay. Connor in that lineup. So it's two sides. Well, like- I don't think Connor's. I don't think Connor's going to be ready to start the year. I, do you guys? Two labrum labor tears in his legs. I mean, that's gonna, that's going to take a lot yeah. longer than the normal four to six months. And just to me, it's just it's more probably six to eight months. And yeah, that's a whole year. Um, yeah, I, I just I just think it's unrealistic to think that I, I'm just talking November. Yeah. To think that he's going to be ready to go. I, I you heard do, anything about Joe but... Toussaint? How's he feel about things? I mean, you know, there, he he's sat from time to time. I mean, was, you hear anything about uh, him? I'll say the, I'll say this about Joe. I was at the Northwestern game up in Evanston, and that was during that stretch where he was coming in, and he would turn the ball over, and Fran would yank him right back out of the game. You guys remember that period. There was yeah. probably a four right. or five game period there where right. where he was getting no minutes and his body language was terrible. And I was a hundred percent sure. And in talking to people, I think they were that that are pretty close to things. They were a hundred percent sure that he was leaving at the end of the year. That it was just done. He was just going check out. And I don't think anybody blamed him. It just seemed like it was bad. But he turned things around. I think things are better now. I think he's gotten a better headspace and. You know, his best friend on the team is Patrick McCaffrey, and Patrick's Gotta talked about that, how, you know, when things were when things were bad, um, that didn't affect their, their friendship and their relationship. And he could have very easily just said, I'm done with you, dude, because your dad's being a jerk to me. And, and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, and he didn't do that. And that just, I think things are, I think, uh, Joe, I don't think Joe's leaving. 
I'd be okay. surprised if he left. Um, and I'm not leaving. You know, he, he's got a. You know, he's got. I, I, from what I've heard, he's got a little bit of a, a foot issue, and so I think might he might have to get something taken care of there. Ulysses has got a little bit of a wrist issue that they're probably gonna have to take care of after the Good year. Lord. So, hey Tom, we're um, gonna run yeah, out of time. Yeah. We're gonna run out of time, yeah. man. But but I, I appreciate. We got to tell you, 17 years. We appreciate uh, your availability. You're checking in with us, your flexibility, because we don't know what we're doing from week to week. Um, we really do, and, and your insights every week. And, of course, we wholeheartedly recommend HawkeyeReport.com, which is why we we, we subscribe right. and pay and are part of the whole thing. But we appreciate it very much. Okay, thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Tom, we'll talk in September. Tom Kick <laughs> at HawkeyeReport.com. David Creighton Jr. and I will come back and wrap up the entire year in the next 15 minutes after Sunday. We'll be back at Hawkeye You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Rich on 1700. The Champ, real sports talk for real sports fans. And we are back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Brett Rich, Dave Creighton Jr. with you at the Alchemy Lounge, founder distilling company in West Des Moines. And I, I, uh, before we get to thanking our sponsors... What I was just about to say to you as we're off the air, because Scotty Bush, who uh, you know has filled in from time to time on the show, owns one of the uh, owners of the foundry. Um, he went walking by, and I and I I said, I wish we had another microphone because we don't. They right. Have sit down with us, right? And, well, we have a microphone, but we have no cord. We have no cord. Um, and Scott's fun to have around, and he's he's a great guy. But uh, aside from that, this has been we we're at the end of the year. 17 years, right? So um, I was doing the math. It's about 500 and some shows. At least, right? 30 to 35 shows a year. And, and we... And you got to remember, we got cut off once in January. Well, we did. <laughs> we got cut off twice in January. Once where the show just ended. No, and then the there was station once, went there, away. There, the station literally went away. And there was one time where we were dri- I was driving home. I said, hey... We got nobody on the air, right? Anyway. Um, it was a Mexican mariachi band. It was, it was, def- it was different. But um, the weird part about this year is we started here. Uh, you and I came in here. This They weren't even open yet, right? COVID, right. They weren't open. It was just you and me sitting here, right? Saying, hey, come on down. They're, coming, they're going to open in a month. They'll be open. Right? Um, aside from that... Um, uh, um, it's been an, an interesting sports year. We started the year not no. We we, we decided we let's do the show. We let's see if they play football. We, we have no idea, right? Team, right, right. We have no idea if they're going to play football. We have no idea how basketball is going. Remember, there was no basketball schedule. Remember, I was bugging Tom. He's like, "Ah, oh, you'll be fine." I'm like, "Dude, there's no schedule, right?" There this was no been, wrestling schedule until the, they started wrestling. Until they started, this was the weirdest year. Um. I've had. It's not even close. Pierre Pierce was the weirdest. I think I've had more fun this year. Now, granted, the teams have been fun to cover. The football team was great to cover, even when they lost a couple of games, and they were fun. But the basketball team, obviously, the rest. So it's been more fun. That that, that's easier on us, right? That makes the whole thing fun. But I've had more fun doing this year. (laughs) Maybe it's all the the fact that we get a lot of whiskey when coming here, right? But it's it's been more fun this year, I think, than I've had in five years doing this. I think well, I so. think that's fair to say, in 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 part to our great sponsors, AMPM Plumbing, who you need to call. No, they're coming out. 
I got they're going to take care of the of the uh, the issue I had with my back meter. You know what's what's funny is that so I was standing outside today looking at the cabana going. As soon as I turn on that water, I know I'm going to have a pipe burst. Yeah, yeah, who, am, who am I calling? Yeah. AMPM plumbing. plumbing. Right. You there. want to know why? They do plumbing. They do plumbing. And and obviously G Megs and well and, and the I, good the good part about that was we got to go over there to watch some games and do some shows and it, we enjoy the food over there. Obviously, right? We 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 spend a lot of time there outside of this. I right? spent all day Sunday there. Uh, I know, I know where you are, right? But you have me on your tracker. And, uh, we, I know where you are. Jeez. It's not like like you and me are just friends, but you, my wife and your wife are friends. I suppose. My, I mean, we know, right? Yeah, that's fair. We had a really – not to, not to no, minimize no, the fun that you and I had in Cancun, but our wives had a really good time in Cancun as well, right? Well, your wife should have. She went to the spa nine days in a row. <laughs> she enjoyed that. Um, but but not only that, and of course uh, Doug Stonehawker, who I, you know I got to give Doug, Doug credit for coming on this year because he's like I'll try this right. He's been with me and he and his family. Like I said, it's literally twenty three years, right? Well, but, you haven't um, bought and sold twenty three homes. Uh, but I bought you know I bought and sold several through them, right? Yes. And and um, I appreciate the fact that they've been with us, and and even when we kind of said well. Let's not go through mentioning every house that you list and stuff like that. He's like, oh, that's fine. You know, that, that's cool. Let's do this. And and they really, he he works really, really hard to sell your house. And, and Are you uh, ready for my Stonehawker so home I, team of the week? Do you have it's one? It's the Creighton Blue Jays. Right, I'll take it. Plus, you've got thir- the, plus you have, 13 and a half and take the over. And you've got the Jays uh, so the la- jacket on right now. The last time Creighton and Gonzaga played, the total... Final score was 103 to 92. The total on Saturday or Sunday, whenever, whatever day they, I think it's su- Sunday they play. I don't, actually, I don't even know. Whenever they play, the total, last I checked, was 158. Take the over. Take the over. Put a little sprinkle on the Jays' money line, <laughs> like a dollar. You might win four. <laughs> D. But whatever. Take the Jays in the over is my Stonehawker home team of the week. That's a great call. A great At call. least and, I have somebody to root for this week. By the way, plus Doug, Porter Moser and I were fraternity brothers at Creighton. Exactly. By the way, so if you want to check out Doug uh, Stonehawker, DSM Real Estate, that's easy to remember, right? DSMRealEstate.com. And he will sell your house fast. I'm telling you, he will. He I'm works telling you right he now. Works, I'm telling you right now, Kenny. <laughs> By the way, Kenny wished me a happy birthday a couple weeks ago. That's awesome. And 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 his birthday, Ken Thompson, who's been a re- the Ken Thompson, the Ken Thompson uh, had a birthday this last week. So happy birthday, to Ken Thompson. He probably still listens to our show. Oh, he was he was one of the originals with with our with our longtime uh, wayward friend. Gentlemen, yes. you are doing a great he job. Set, he would come and set up the equipment the first year. Remember that. Well, that's he would. We had seven thumbs between us. I know. We had I no idea. I fixed a vacuum today. That's give, how much I've improved. Give Ken Thompson credit. Missed the guy. So, so let, let me so, ask. So I, I well go ahead. Well, go ahead. Well, I was going to say I, we've totally not, we've talked me. nothing about that, uh, the NCAA tournament. You and I could do another show about the NCAA tournament right now, right? But uh, hey, can, the Hawks owned Grand Canyon, much as we expected. Didn't cover, but 
Okay, whatever. But didn't I looked at you after that game? So it we, was it was a it was a stressless game. Um, and what did I say to you? You went to the, you went to your refrigerator. You grabbed a beer. You're walking back. We're about forty minutes after the game, and I looked at you and I said, "We played terrible defense in that game." Yeah. Didn't I say that? I think you did. And you looked at me like, "Yeah." Let's not think about that right now. Right. right? And I was I was relishing the moment. Right at the at the end at the at the end of the day, Iowa played awful defense in both of these games, which was not characteristics of the last six weeks of the year. But if you right? recognize that that you have Connor's hurt, Jordan's oh, I, Jordan, Jordan's ego's hurt, and <laughs> CJ, CJ's feet hurt. I agree. I agree. I agree. But but let me just however. Say, However, that was a thing. So I'm sitting there. Talk about that on the radio. I'm sitting there on Monday. However, however, on Monday, I'm watching the game. By the way, I'm on a Zoom meeting for work while I'm watching the game. I wonder if they could tell, right? I got it. uh, Anyway, I'm on a Zooming. I'm watching the game, and I'm thinking to myself, "You did Zumba? They do a few Zooms here and there. No No. Zumba. No, I don't have the pants. (laughs) But I, I, I thought we're playing terrible defense." And Scotty Bush said the same thing to me a little bit ago. He said, when we were up 44 to 40, right. Luke hit a couple free throws. I thought, you know what? We might start defending here, and the game's going to go our way. I thought the they same thing. They came down, and they banked in a three-pointer. And we banked in the, they banked in the three-pointer, made it 44-43, and I thought, we're losing. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't, we were still ahead, I and I thought, we're I done. I didn't think that until... But they scored 10 straight it was finishes four, half. It was 46-46. Yeah. And I thought, get a stop. And every time I thought that. We couldn't. They either had a wide open three. And this is something Fran's got to fix in his defensive scheme. He leaves guys open on the wing. That's just the way they do it. It's like, what are the you doing? Baseline jumpers yeah. are wide open constantly when they're not playing man and then why does our all-american center have to hedge out to 35 feet and we have not and we i'm glad we've not spent time harping on this but it was tough we got two minutes in the year predictions so foundry last call for for next year Foundry, last call for next year. I've already considered this in my head. Number one, you and I are sitting in Kinnick Stadium together next fall. Yes. That's my last call. And you're paying for half the parking spot. Uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Is it going to be in that apartment yeah. complex? Yeah. Well, that's not entirely a bad deal. That's a completely it's very good close. It's a very nice spot. Number two, we're going to sit together next to my... I have not talked to Glenn, who I thought his name was Ron for like 12 years. I thought it was Harry. Yeah. Um, not talk to him, but uh, we're going back. I hope he's there. We're going to be in, in your section. Yes, we're going to go to Kenny. And we're Stadium. not sitting in front of the three brothers and the old man. No, we're not doing that. You're going to be higher. And, you're not, and number two. I, let's not talk about that. I don't do that. And, and number two, Iowa basketball next year. They're a 500 team. But we're going to be happy with it. We're going to be okay with that because we're going to see what they have. And I think we're going to sit I back and go. I think the Iowa women team. are a top 10 team and they are, preseason. And I'm going there, too. I agree. They're, and, they're, they're at least Elite and, Eight. And, and, yes. and you want to know what else we're doing next year? We're going to a basketball game 
We're going to go to a women's basketball game, and we're going to go to a wrestling meet. We need to go to a wrestling meet. I've been to a wrestling meet. The last time I went, it was in Kinnick. I was with 46,000 well, of my hey, closest friends. That's not a bad idea either. I did do that, but we're going to one in Carver. I think that's a great a great idea as well. Well, we, Iowa fans, by the way, sponsor. By the way, they're, they're right. They're letting they're letting Iowa fans back in. By the way, I meant to mention that. Fifty percent. Yeah, right now. No, and, I just got the email. Yeah, right. It's coming. No, I got it today. And football. By the time we hit football, everybody's everybody's vaccinated. We're back. We're back. I've been trying for two weeks. I've taken the penicillin, but I, I, well, I had the COVID, so it's fine. There you go.